Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's pod class. Pod class. Pod class. Welcome pod back class. to school. Welcome, Welcome back. back. School Welcome might back. be out for Welcome children back. right now. Well, uh, you know what? But not for They're getting ready to go else. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hooray. Hooray. Some people say hooray. Some people say, oh, nay. <laughs> That's true. It's like just when parents get used to the schedules of their children Word. in summer, then they all have to go back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, that is just not okay. <laughs> yes. Well, for those of you who I assume is everybody, because you're not children, for those of you who aren't children, <laughs> this is a 30 ish minute easy run so we're gonna go ahead and preface all of this with if you haven't grabbed shoes started tying shoes started warming up do some of those things we will chat for just a few minutes let's call it about two minutes from now we'll start running so if you want to do some active warm-up and all that stuff (laughs) just a little bit of walking a little bit of just you know knee lifts and all of those things to get your body into a place where it feels ready to do some running. This is going to be an easy run. The reason this is an easy run is like uh, so many of us, you are probably in the midst of training for something. Mm-hmm. And this is an opportunity for us to remind ourselves yes. and all of you yep. that an easy run needs to really be an easy run. Mm -hmm. We're not going to have a whole lot of conversation, I think, in this one about form and about all of that. This is just going to be why easy miles are important. Why Blair and I can speak thoroughly to this, that um, (laughs) our easy paces don't feel fast enough and that's not fair. So then we might run our easy runs too fast because we are comparing ourselves to other people, other instances, (laughs) other versions of ourselves. And then your easy runs, as we will get into, do not actually end up being that easy. Right. But we are going to dip into some of the reasons why easy, easy, easy running is actually really important. It is. Um, So we're going to about 30 more seconds of you doing some warm ups, and then we're going to just go ahead and say, get into an easy run here. So in about Mm -hmm. just 20 more seconds, we're going to kick that off. Don't forget your fuel, your hydration. Don't forget your fuel. You don't even need a gel, just some hydration right now. (laughs) Yeah, just some hydration for the love of God. Get some liquids in your body. Yes. So in just about five, four, three, two, one, let's get our legs at least moving a little bit. This is an easy run. So this should not be... Picking up the knees too high, kicking back too hard. This needs to be conversational um, pace, which is Mm -hmm. you can have a conversation without sounding like you're huffing and puffing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Blair, some of the things that I have read as we got ready for this is just, you know, sometimes an easy pace feels easy, but Ultimately, you're still kind of putting too much effort mm-hmm. into an easy run. Mm-hmm. And the real problem with that is then you're kind of training all at one rate. And yes. so your easy run might might be a minute, a minute and a half slower than what your training paces are. Mm-hmm. But your heart rate and how your body feels actually isn't 
so different from <laughs> what you're thinking is your easy run versus what is your training run. So your body's never really getting that opportunity to like take a break yeah. and just get some exercise in. So right. that was one of, I think you can hear it. I think a lot of times, but then you get out there and you feel like, Oh, I'm just not running fast enough, but that's the whole goal. <laughs> the easy run is not supposed to be, am I running fast enough? It's supposed mm -hmm. to be time on feet, being yeah. kind, letting your body just move. Right. And, and a lot of us, Blair and I included. We are not good at it. We're not good at it. <laughs> We're just not. Yeah. I was telling Sean earlier that I have to do mine on the treadmill only because it like purposefully slows me down. And then what feels fast doesn't actually like compute fast. Like when I look at data after, you know, heart rate wise or um, pace wise, it's more appropriate to what it should be. Whereas when I'm outside by myself, I easily yeah. get caught up in your surroundings or mm -hmm. too good of a song or a great podcast mm -hmm. and my body feels great. And I'm like, let's just go, or I'm short on time. And I'm like, okay, I've got to go now and get it yeah. done in a yeah. faster period of time. So, yeah. And I mean, perspective, I think uh, uh, from my perspective, I think, you know, whether it's a timed easy run mm -hmm. or a distance easy run, I think, you know, so right now, for instance, like a three or four mile easy run realistically should be like higher tens for me, not 10 flats, not nine mm forties. -hmm. It should really be at the higher end of what my easy pace, my easy pace should be. And right. We should just yeah. wake up or plan the night before that, you know, four miles at close to an 11 minute pace. I really need to give myself it's not just, and this is where adult math sometimes really deceives us. <laughs> that's 45 minutes of running, right? Yep, that's but right. that's, you're forgetting about parking the car, the yep. two minutes of getting out of the car, grabbing your stuff, the five minutes of doing some warm ups, yep. the two minutes maybe of going to the bathroom, yep. the five minutes after the run of cooling, cooling down, down two or three minutes of you got to take it for the gram. So you got to get out your phone and pop, <laughs> pop a shot or two, right? By the time you add all this stuff up, it's really like an hour five at least. Yeah. And, but you woke up and, and, or even on the way to the run thought I have 45 and yep. you finished that run. Now you're 10 minutes behind. Now yep. you might say, well, I don't have time for the stretch. I don't have time for this. And then, or in the midst of your easy run, you think I'm already behind and then yep. tada, you run you too faster. fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think the most interesting thing I read when we were kind of looking into this was like looking at it from like a physiological perspective and like mm -hmm. trying to give purpose to it on like why we're doing these like easy runs um, if it's for the purpose of recovering or just like building the backbone of your mileage for the week. But um, I saw somewhere that they were talking about how when you are on your easy run and utilizing those like slow twitch fiber, those muscle fibers and how you're building more like capillaries, which gives yeah. you more blood flow. So your body can utilize oxygen in a better way. Absolutely. Those are, I thought, like really great, like mm -hmm. things to remember, like while we're doing it is like, yeah, this is helping me be better on my quality days or better mm -hmm. in my workouts so that I'm more efficient with my time. Yeah. I mean, when I was reading over that too, like 
respecting your easy pace and mm-hmm. doing that easy run actually is helping you get somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it might not feel like it. <laughs> it might not feel like it. But like the two examples I think that stick out to me is I, I read um in a book I had read right when I started running to kind of like, you know, what does training look like? How should mm-hmm. you run? All of those things. And the author in that book was like, they had once coached someone who qualified for the Olympic trials. So that's a fast person, right? Yeah. That's a really yeah. fast runner. And the coach was like, well, we need to start running 80 mile weeks. Like yeah. if you really want to throw down yeah. and go for this, we need to up, up, up your volume. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where that runner had to slow her easy pace. This is an Olympic trials qualified runner was running 10 minute easy miles. Yeah. It was like three or four minutes slower right? than their race. Like, age. Yeah. Because and, the load alone, she couldn't yeah. like handle it yeah. otherwise. <laughs> so the coach was like, Hey, we're just trying to hit 80 miles. Mm-hmm. It doesn't actually matter how long it took to get to those. We need volume. We don't right. need time. I'm not at the end of that week. The coach wasn't sitting down and going, this took you three hours too long. Yeah. It right. was, the, the number was the number and that's all that mattered. And then the second one is, I mean, we all, I think for the most part, know Kipchoge. He's the fastest human to ever run a marathon. <laughs> and admittedly, some days he runs a 10, 15 or 10, 30. He wakes up. He's tired. Yeah. Okay. Blair, right. I'm over here <laughs> saying that sometimes my 1045 feels fraudulent. Right. I've got the fastest human to run a marathon saying some days he's going to run what my easy pace is, what I'm perceiving is too slow for me. Mm-hmm. So what am I doing over, you know, I mean, there's perspective with all these things. And I think that that perspective plays such an important role in Mm -hmm. just being mindful. Like you said, Blair, there's real reason to run easy. It's going to get you somewhere. It's, you know, I mean, there's, there's instances too, that I've read, not just this week, but in other, you know, instances of me trying to be more adept to allowing myself to run easy of like, there are people who have run their fastest times ever when instead of adding more fast load to their weeks, they added more easy miles to their weeks. So there was actually a vice versa kind of situation where someone was marathon training. And instead of like trying to throw their 16 mile run into this massive effort run, Mm -hmm. they did their 16 mile run but then they were doing 10 or 12 mile easy runs through the week so that their load was a lot more dedicated to easy and a lot less dedicated to burnout. Right. Um, and, and, and that's a really important proponent of this too, is like you said, we, I think one of the sneakiest parts of easy runs is you put on the music, you go mm-hmm. out and you do have fun mm-hmm. and your legs do feel good. They feel fresh. If, yeah. If doesn't right. all of that speak so much to mindset? Like mm-hmm. what if, what if that's how you came into your hard efforts was like all, all that matters today is my playlist. What, you know, is it beautiful out or my yeah. surroundings nice? And it, it, it would be amazing to see what happens if that's what you carried into a long run that was otherwise stressing you out. Mm-hmm. But your easy runs are an opportunity to not be stressed. So if you're running five or six days a week and three or four of your runs are supposed to be easy, 
those shouldn't come with baggage. Right. Like you shouldn't be like, oh, I, I have it. to, mm-hmm. I have to hit my workout today. Actually, you don't. Your easy run isn't built to quote unquote hit right anything. Yeah. It's it's it exists to just get volume and. Mm-hmm. It's just something that is so quickly forgettable when yes. you, someone either flies by you or you just feel <laughs> like you're not where you should be. I know it's hard when you're a highly competitive person and everyone oh, who passes you brutal. is obviously instigating a race effort. <laughs> and right, you look at their face and you're like, they really thought I'm a slow POS over here. <laughs> and you're not. I gotta um, tell you though, yesterday I ran on the trail and we all looked like POSs because mm-hmm. like there was like the general like mutual nod of like you're surviving, good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we all looked like garbage. Yes. <laughs> Just straight garbage. So I I finished my long run yesterday <laughs> and came. So I was in a place called a high pile. I've talked about it a lot and other yeah. various versions of podcasts we do. And there's like part, there's the town of Ohio pile, which is always very busy. The trails not often are very slammed, but there's a lot of other stuff to do. But I got back into town from my run and uh, there were people who were looking at me as if I had just come from like Chernobyl and I was radioactive. <laughs> like I was a sweaty disaster. Like my tank was sticking to me. My shorts were soaked. My hat was like visibly dripping and people are just looking at me like, what in the world has happened to that human? Did you fall in the river? Was it the river that got you? (laughs) Right. And yeah, I mean, that, that is a thing that, you know, absolutely those days are important, but mm-hmm. those should be like one or two days a week. Yeah. Um, the thing that I learned and I, right, Blair, I had this conversation with you when we were figuring out my plan, which I will mm-hmm. um, silent clap you over here for being so adaptable <laughs> to what my life has thrown at me well, through. Well, I feel like that's the, the key to it all. Adaptability, yeah. the culture yeah. of change is what we're fostering here. Yes. But when I did my first ever training for a longer distance, Mm-hmm. I was doing three hard sessions a week and basically two easy or three easy sessions a week, Yeah, which was an awful balance. And I got to my first ever marathon race, very, very messed up mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and it took me having those lessons to be able to come back with like, okay, I really can't do that. That's not, right. um, there's a lot of our friends on IG. I, we haven't like just dropped name dropped Kaylee in a while, but <laughs> like Kaylee is a very good person about like the running should be fun. You mm-hmm. and you and your body is everyone's body is different. Mm-hmm. So you should really be mindful of, you know, like I think Kaylee has said a lot of times once her body starts ticking over the 40 mile a week mark is when her body starts saying, I don't like what this, we're doing yeah. with running yeah. right now. And so she's very, you know, aware that, okay, I need to really be mindful. There's a thing. And I almost messaged her to be like, you should really call this out. But this morning, not the morning you're all listening to this, but the morning we're recording this. (laughs) So she did two separate runs back to back days. Yep. One run was like five miles and change, and one mm-hmm. mile was seven miles and change. Mm-hmm. And her seven mile run was faster than her five mile run. Mm-hmm. And that's, I wanted to be like, 
kudos. Like mm-hmm. you respected your easy five miles. Yeah. Like, and that's nothing to be ashamed about. You shouldn't be like, oh my God, like, how did I run five miles slower than that? Like, right. um, you know, and it, all these things take time. It it yeah. it takes um, I don't know, what would you say? Like it's a it's an it's an odd internal dialogue confidence of short uh, of sorts, right? To- well, yeah. And I think right now we're all in the midst of like training in the the weather circumstances mm-hmm. that we're all currently facing. And so I think sometimes I'm, I mean, I'll speak for myself. I'm fairly impatient. So like, I mean, when we first started training again, right. The, the build back, yeah. it was almost where we were like, I still feel like trash. I still feel like trash. This week still feels like trash. And it was like six yeah. weeks in before we were like, I don't feel like complete trash. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so I think it's hard in when you're hot and you're dehydrated and you've been training and for something that's still three or four months down the road yeah. to remain focused on like the present of the purpose that this run has in your journey. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's, it's just hard. It's, it's definitely, like you said, a, a mental dialogue that you have to have on a regular basis. And I right. like you said, Kaylee does a good job. A bunch of our other friends do. I think Todd does mm-hmm. too, where they talk mm-hmm. about like, if running's not fun anymore, then you need to like figure out how you can bring joy to it. Like, I think there yeah. was a quote circulating around on Instagram the other day that was like, your run will be what you bring to it. Like if you wake up and you're dreading it, then it will be terrible. But if you wake up and you're excited to yeah. have time on your feet or, you know, see what your body is capable of that day, then that's what will happen. Like you're manifesting kind of what, what you want out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, one thing like sometimes just certain phrases and what other people say stick out but like mm-hmm. one of the passages i i read i think in one of like a runner's world article was like if your easy run and your effort paces all kind of blend into the mm-hmm. same bodily effort mm-hmm. it's what some people call like the black hole of training like you'll mm-hmm. never actually get better no. Which is so weird to think about. Like, right. oh, if I'm if I'm working hard every day, I should get way better. I should get faster. Um, right. And I yeah. think maybe to some extent that's like perhaps people get a little bit too wrapped up in like running is not necessarily like learning um a new language or do right studying something like it doesn't necessarily mean if you throw so much at it all the time that you'll just start to get better like mm-hmm. that's not how running that's not how your body really responds mm-hmm. um when we talked to um our friend heather who's also in florida and she said those really awesome words of like you can't always be in a state of peaking right it's not it's just not what your body's right. built to do mm-hmm. and I mean, really, that's to some extent, easy runs exist so that your hard runs over time can get you to a place to peak mm-hmm. for a period of time. That's why it's mm-hmm. called peaking. If it was forever, <laughs> a training it would cycle. Be something totally different. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, I mean, you know, I love Peloton, but like Robin, she always is like talking about in whatever course she's or class she's teaching is like, if you're in this class and I'm teaching you intervals, but your plan is recovery, like honoring where you are and having the discipline to stay in that type of 
run is what is actually going to make you better. And I like that she talks about how it's discipline, right? That you're having the discipline to Mm -hmm. follow the plan and not, you know, deviate because there is like an end goal in mind. So yeah, it's just all those mental games, which is good. This is why we're doing this is good reminders for us all on why, (laughs) why you do these easy runs. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think for, for Blair and I, um, I think the thing that we can probably both speak to in this is like, so there's a two, there's kind of a two factor thing here, which is an easy run is supposed to be an easy run. It's supposed to be um, less stress. Mm-hmm. Like you're not supposed to come in and say, Oh my God, I have to hit something today mm-hmm. um, in terms of pace. However, you should, you should still come into it with kind of a reverse logic, which is, for for me, as my body warms up, I, my legs want to go faster, even if the goal is an easy pace. So the hard part, right? The hard part, I think, for my easy runs is to tell my body to slow down. Mm-hmm. So an easy run doesn't just mean show up completely mindless and just be happy. Yeah, It it is an easy run and you should enjoy those runs, but you also really need to put a bit of structure into your body to say, I do not, I have to be mindful of when my body is starting to speed up and I have to tell it to slow down. Mm -hmm. Um, And that takes a level of focus. So Mm -hmm. easy runs too do need to come with focus and the second part to that is one Blair and I talk about all the time, which is, and we're not going to delve into form here, but be really mindful of how you run easy because yeah. Yeah. I, t- I just told Blair before we pushed record on this episode, I think some of the little annoyances that have been popping up in my running are a semi result of getting lazy with my legs when I run, mm-hmm. like they're not just like, um, you know, uh, silly string or something <laughs> down there when you're running easy miles, <laughs> you still need to kind of lift your legs a little bit and have a little bit of a springiness to your body. It just feels counterintuitive yeah. because you're not running fast at that same time, but there are caveats. Like you need to really catch if your body starts to speed up and we, we all do it. Well, it's, I'm just getting faster, but I still feel really good, but your body probably doesn't you're right. There's the mental component and the physical component. Mm -hmm. And if you look down at your watch and think, wow, I feel like I haven't changed my pace at all but I'm running 30 seconds per mile faster. So I guess I'll just keep doing that. That's not good. That that you shouldn't come out of that run thinking, wow, not only did I get the run done fast, like I wanted to, I did it fast. And according to my mental piece, it felt so easy. Yeah. And then maybe the next day when you have a quality session and it doesn't go so well, Yep. There might be your little indicator of what's mm-hmm. going on. That has happened to me many times. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I um I saw today that um 
I'd have to look. I think it's Run Strong Mama, maybe. But she was posting about easy runs today about how, you know, maybe not looking at the pace on your watch, maybe looking more at like your heart rate. Mm -hmm. I know you have spoken about when you ran Chicago that you switched to like heart rate zones um, just so you could see like how your body was actually responding versus like the speed of your run, but more how your your body was was processing that information. So I thought that was a really great point, you know, to how you can change some of the data Mm -hmm. like in Mm -hmm. your favor, you know, while you're, while you're running to keep your mind focused on something, you know, if you're struggling to connect with the purpose of the run or the reason why, or to stay focused, that gives you something kind of to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think in a lot of bigger cities where you end up running a race, the GPS gets so wonky Mm -hmm. and sometimes you're a little bit caught up in your surroundings and the people and you miss a mile marker Mm -hmm. or you miss a halfway point marker. And so there were instances where I would go, am I pushing too hard? And Mm -hmm. I would just simply look down at my watch, which was way off at some moments of that race. And I would just go 158, 158, right? Like everyone's heart rate is different. But for me, when my heart rate starts touching the 170s is when I know, okay, I'm actually, I'm pushing quite a bit right now. Mm -hmm. So every time I was like, oh, I feel really good. Is this a lie? Am I deceiving myself? I would go heart rate still 158. According to my heart rate, I'm still running, not easy, but I'm running with some effort. I'm Mm -hmm. not pushing too hard. And I think that's, that's a really nice, I think some people really, really advocate for heart rate running. And I don't, I don't think that's a wrong thing. And I don't think it's wrong to go against that grain either. Mm -hmm. But I think if there's ever a point where you are wondering, like your body will tell you really fast, like that, what we just talked about of like, Oh, I'm running 30 seconds faster, but mentally I'm so happy and I feel so good. Did your heart rate go up five beats per minute? Mm-hmm. If it did, you are putting right. I mean, you're putting more effort. You're putting in. more yeah. effort in. You should yeah. scale back. Yeah. I should scale back, right? Um, <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> yes, we should. Mm-hmm. Um, just for everybody out there, we are 23 and a half minutes in. So we've got like six and a half more minutes of what will be this little easy run and an opportunity. This is like almost a mini. This is like a pod class meets a reset kind of all in one over here. <laughs> <What a> remix. <laughs> I know. I've always yeah. wanted to be a DJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're at least in the here and now we're in pretty much the midst of peak summer. Everyone's melting. Everything's mm-hmm. brutal. And we all yeah. wonder why and some of us wish for winter months until it is winter and then we no, wonder why i still why. don't wish for it i'm you sorry no yeah. i'm still not i'm still i mean i'll complain a little bit but i do not wish it was yeah cold. <laughs> yeah yeah um but right like i mean the whole underscore of this whole thing is like this might be a really good opportunity to give yourself some grace and be like i actually should slow down mm-hmm. like it, and listen, like, see what your body has to say for a couple of weeks, even like actually dedicate and be dedicated 
to slowing down and allowing yourself to run slow and see how those quality sessions feel around that stuff. Mm -hmm. If they start to feel better, I would anticipate that Mm -hmm. they would. Now, there are sneaky things that can totally mess all that up. (laughs) If you you decide that you're going to run a whole bunch of stuff easier, but then also now cut back on your fueling because you don't feel like you should fuel as much or all those other things, then your quality sessions will not match what we're saying here. So don't don't pivot on a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Keep doing everything you're doing, but really start to slow those easy miles down. If you're possibly in a place right now where quality sessions are a little bit harder, like Mm -hmm. just say, I I actually should slow down. And Mm -hmm. just, I even hesitate to say these things out loud because I am my own worst critic. Like, If I'm running slow and someone goes flying by me, (laughs) your body absolutely wants to be like, oh my God, that person probably thinks I'm so slow. (laughs) Like, right? Your body just, oh, oh, maybe I should speed up. Like if I see them later and it looks like I'm faster, maybe that, no, stick to what you're supposed to do. If you're supposed to run easy, you're supposed to run easy. Well, and like, if you do have a coach, like your coach programmed your right, your week, a specific way, right? Like there was intent and purpose behind the way they planned things. So going off course then can kind of deviate like what next week looks like or what two weeks away looks like, because Mm -hmm. your body doesn't have that time to like fully recover and prepare for what's ahead. Yep. Yep. There is a reason. (laughs) There, yeah, there is a reason. Even if we don't always know it, there is a reason. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's definitely, this is a very good reminder for us both. And we did it because we need the reminder just as much as you do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Um, We have just a touch over three more minutes of easy miles for everybody out there. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I just, for me, it's a multitude of things. I have mm-hmm. to keep in mind that there are incredibly fast athletic humans out there that are sometimes running what I think is too slow for a slow run. There are plenty of things that Blair and other people out there have read that have then become coaches that understand how all of this stuff works. <laughs> I can tell you, listener uh, and Blair, coach, that like, I did really work really hard this week when I was on the tread to keep my easy runs really easy. And those runs ended not feeling taxing. Mm -hmm. And then my, my long run yesterday felt good. Mm -hmm. And it, it wasn't just a fluke, right? That run yesterday probably felt better because I wasn't then taxing my body at other periods throughout this week. Yes. And this past week for me, for everyone out there listening, I mean, this week, this past week, Blair was a week that you like pretty much programmed me so that I could start getting used again to having tired legs, right? Yes. Like yep. I really only had one rest day this week. Yes. I mean, you programmed two for me, but one of them was you could <laughs> not like this yep. day uh-huh. yeah. if you really do want to start <laughs> asking a little bit more of your body. Yeah. I... PR'd my 45 minute ride again this week. Mm-hmm. Like I, I took situations to say, I really do want to try. I, I, I do need 
to get to a place where my legs are feeling tired throughout a week. But I also gave myself then that Wednesday and Friday. So I had an easy run Wednesday and then my optional rest day was Thursday, but I rode the bike. Mm-hmm. And then I had an easy run Friday and a long run yesterday. Yeah, I really, really did respect my Wednesday and Friday easy runs. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to really try and keep it around those like 10, 55, 10, 43, 10, 30 spaces. Yep. And I got out of those runs feeling a lot better. And mm-hmm. I did that bike ride and didn't try to m- murder myself, but like by Friday morning, I was like, I've really asked a lot of my legs this week, Yeah. but then yesterday's run felt really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say just 30 more seconds. We are not going to just disappear at the end of these 30 minutes, <laughs> like a little genie. bit of a wrap up, <laughs> but, um, you guys have about 20 more seconds of easy running left before we wrap up the running. Well, and I can tell you your coaches still struggle, right? Like mm-hmm. it's easier for me to tell you what to do than it is for me to follow my own mm-hmm. advice, you know, and that's why coaches have coaches too. So right. that there's some level of accountability on all fronts yeah. um, to keep us focused. All right. So now we are wrapping up. You guys can just go ahead and ease out of those easy miles. Um, I think that's an excellent point, Blair. So Mm -hmm. for everyone out there, we'll do two things here. (laughs) First, I'm going to say, take a walk. Don't I just know. Be I done. love a walk. I was going to say, I hope y'all you, are walking back. Cause that's you my have favorite. motivated. Yeah. You Isn't have changed. You've changed a lot You're of welcome. my psyche. Yeah. I, I make it a point uh, yesterday. Do. Yesterday I turned around a quarter mm-hmm. mile further so that mm-hmm. I would have a quarter mile walk. It makes a huge difference. It's really, I yeah, think. It's, it it's really a big difference. Um, yeah. So please take some couple minutes here to walk, walk. get a little bit cooled down. Yes. For the love of God, <laughs> do something of a stretch, like anything of a stretch would be fantastic. Um, I wanted to circle back while everyone hopefully is walking, which is when we even talk to Bree, like, yes, you coach right. me, Bree yep. coaches you, yep. Bree has a coach. Yes. And the reason all of those things exist <laughs> is because Bree was like, I cannot be held responsible for programming my own training Mm -mm. because Blair, listen, right. (laughs) I could tell you right now that if it was me. Yep. I can tell you right now what you would do too. (laughs) I would have not run. I would have not run eight miles yesterday. I would have wanted to run 10. I would have wanted to get get back up. And then even this coming week, I would have wanted more. I know. And, but it's mindful. <laughs> I, I, Autumn and I had an awesome conversation yesterday of like, there's still a lot of time a lot on her schedule, right? Yes. Yep. To, you know, when I did my Chicago training, I did a 16 week plan. And it's, it's difficult to try and remember right now mm-hmm. what was then. Right. But if I did a 16 week plan and week six, is when hard effort stuff started coming in. That means I wasn't even doing that yet. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. If, so I, at week 10 weeks from Chicago in 2019 is when I started speed work, tempo runs, longer weekend runs. Mm-hmm. So this is, this was hypothetically in that training log in 2019, this would be week five, mm-hmm. which was still, three mile easy runs, mm-hmm. six, seven, eight mile 
weekend long runs. Mm -hmm. And then the week after that, everything punched me in the face (laughs) because then I did 24, 400s and then a five mile tempo run. That sounds terrible. It was brutal. And it punched me right in the face. I don't appreciate that. That was too high. (laughs) The takeaway from that is like, at this point in that cycle, I was still not even starting Mm-mm. to really ask myself for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I was still, you know, I still had all my toenails. I still, my <laughs> hips still felt fine. My feet were still happy. Yep. It was August when I was getting blisters all the time, cutting runs short. My toenails started to betray me. My, like I had to like, right, Blair, I had to learn more about changing shoes, different socks. My socks were getting worn out and I was still running in them. I just bought more socks this weekend because I had that haunting flashback of like, (laughs) oh, remember when all my toes (laughs) wanted to punch me all the time? Like all that stuff is important, but it's also important. I think just for everybody out there, um, walk for maybe like another minute. We're at 34. Um, that'd be a five minute walk. That would be awesome. But like wherever you're at and whatever you're training for, whether it's a 10K or a half or a full or a five, whatever you're training for. It can be any type of training. Yeah. Don't look at the calendar, like really gauge where you're at and understand that unless I'm not, I'm being sarcastic here, everybody, but unless you're a psycho and decided that you want to run a marathon in August, and if you are, I'm just being sarcastic. I would never do that, but, um, you are likely training for something that comes in the fall. Mm -hmm. It is July when this episode comes out, right? Just be mindful. I'm saying that for me, I'm saying that for a lot of you, Yeah, you have plenty of weeks. It is Blair, I cannot for the life of me believe what my body did from week six of 2019 Chicago Marathon training to week 14, mm-hmm. eight weeks, right? Eight mm-hmm. times seven is 56. Mm-hmm. In 56 days, my body went from a five-mile tempo run is the worst thing ever. I want to punch myself in the face mm-hmm. to I just ran 20 miles and I think I can do this. Mm-hmm. 56 days. Mm-hmm. There's that's, plenty of time. That's dedication. Yep. That's understanding. So wherever you are, you can stop your little walk if you haven't already. <laughs> Please do a little bit of a stretch. But this whole episode isn't just easy run. Yay. Be mindful. Right. Respect the easy run. Be mindful of where you are in your training. Mm-hmm. Chill out. You have time. It's all good. Yeah. You so, have plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty of time. Yes. Embrace the easy run that you embrace, need an easy run. Embrace, sure. embrace easy the run. easy run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> easy runs are your bulk of everything. They're, 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 there's a purpose. We need to love them more. We should really lean into it. We should be yeah. like, my slow pace is slower than your slow pace. I know that should be the new comparison is who's Can the you run slower than me. I bet you can't run slower I bet than you me. Can't. You remember back mm-hmm. in um, the pandemic when Molly was like, who can run the slowest mile? Mm-hmm. And she said, I think it was like 36 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. could be the new thing. That's right. The new That's trend. Right. Who is the slowest? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. 100%. That'd be a fun game. 
it would be a fun game. <laughs> All right. So everybody, we're closing in on 37 total minutes. You ran for 30 minutes. You hopefully did a little bit of a walk. You have hopefully stretched out a little bit. Hopefully, genuinely, Blair and I, I think, just want to help everyone come out of this thing. It's all good. Wherever right. you're at, it's right. okay. Yeah. And... And give you a little reset, like you said, a little, a little refocus a, yeah, on what an yeah. easy run is, why it's important, absolutely, and how to change your perspective. Yeah. So Blair and I will also probably go back and listen to ourselves tell ourselves. I know. I was like, is it super narcissistic <laughs> that I listen to myself <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> while uh-huh. I'm on the easy run, and then look at my watch and go, Phew, I'm well, going comparatively. Too fast again. <laughs> It will, at the very least, attemptedly contradict the voice in our head that's telling us to run fast, which will be a real irony of like, that would be wait, real weird to listen the, to. <laughs> the voice in my head is telling me to, to speed up, but, but the voice in my ears here. that's also me is telling me to slow <laughs> There's down. There's too many me's. <laughs> There's a lot of me's going on. All right, everybody. We are just about at 38 minutes. We did a little bit of an intro. So this episode's probably close to about 40 now. Hey, I'm proud of us. Yeah. So to everybody out there, from Blair and I to ourselves and to all of you. Thank you. Run easy. (laughs) Yep. Um, Keep up everything you're doing in summer. I know I've had some conversations with a few of our very good friends. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are in a bit of a silly season right now. A lot of us are questioning what in the holy (laughs) hell are we doing? (laughs) It's okay. You are a badass. Mm-hmm. You just have to, for the sake of the cliche, trust the freaking process. <laughs> Run easy. And yeah, we will talk to you guys later. Thank you again, Blair, as yes. always. Yes, thank along. you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this class. Thanks Absolutely. for coming back to school. <laughs> yeah. No book bags needed. Mm-hmm. No, not today. No, no. <laughs> Although if you want to like get a super cool, remember pencil holders? Yeah, I still have yeah, to buy kids yeah. pencil holders. Get yeah. some awesome cases and all that Trapper jazz. keepers, man. Mm. That was my favorite. A trapper mm-hmm. keeper. Mm-hmm. That was, mm-hmm. you know, the tool that held all the things and That's then right. decorated itself. You could decorate it in all the magical ways. Well, as we wrap this one up, I will say this class is effectively your easy run trapper keeper. That's fantastic. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. We'll talk to you all soon. See ya. (laughs) Thanks for listening to For Your Run, a podcast brought to you by For The Run. Special thanks goes out to all of our supporters on Patreon, whose contributions and support help us put this all together and get it out into your ears. If you're interested in becoming a member of the For Your Run pod family, you can learn more at patreon.com slash foryourrun. We hope this has been a pleasant break in your day and we look forward to you bringing us along for your next run or whatever it is you have going on in your life. Till next time, run with heart and we'll talk to you soon.